Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. You got something coming up next. Very famous Dua Lipa music that accompanied that fabulous segment on the Gresham Keith program for so very long. Always enjoy some quality rejoin music here on the program. Hour number three of Fitzy and Hart. Talking a lot of football this Sunday morning because that's how we do. And, of course, the NFL and living that New England Patriots life is a 24-7, 365 kind of endeavor. Andy, let's clean up some news, notes, and nuggets from around Foxborough, Gillette Stadium, and the wide world of the National Football League. We touched on it. Ever so briefly earlier, were you as surprised as I was? Matthew Slater said, retirement torpedoes be damned. This man, this 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 minister in training, the man of the ultimate Foxborough faith, oh yeah, is actually coming back when all of us thought he was retiring like it was a guarantee, like it was certain. Matthew Slater, one more season, 16th season with the New England Patriots. Um, I'm stunned. Surprised, not stunned, because he was good. I think he's still got plenty left in the tank. He was second on the team in special teams tackles. I didn't see a guy that was laboring uh, to compete on an NFL field. It actually gave them a nice little uh, old school, new school. <laughs> see what I did there with Brendan Schooler? Old school, new school. Matthew old school, Slater new schooler. There you go. That's the title of an Andy Hart piece coming your way sometime soon at WEI.com. Damn right. Um, so, and, and the leadership we've talked about, I think it's probably hard to walk away when you know you're still pretty damn good and they want you. And um, Best way to make it, like, probably two million bucks? Yeah, and you don't know what exactly what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a Tom Brady $370 million TV deal just waiting on the horizon in retirement. So, um, no, I, I'm not saying, you know who it's good for? I'm assuming. I don't, I don't know how any of this works, actually, but Patriot Monday listeners on the Rich Keefe program on Monday nights, I, I'm guessing, will speak with Matthew Slater, and he, in my opinion, is the best uh, weekly radio interview in the business with his honest takes on everything Patriots. So it's a win for everybody, leadership on field and on the radio. And here I was thinking a few weeks back on the final Patriots Monday here in WEI, it was me and Kyrie. That's right, it was Fitzy and Kyrie here in the afternoon. It was a holiday Monday fill-in extravaganza. I thought we had the final Matthew Slater interview, and we treated it as such, and he was very emotional and worked up during the call. Now it turns out, fluff piece. And you know what? 
fine with it because the man has earned it and deserved it. I'm not going to say he's guaranteed to make the roster either. If he gets to camp and next thing you know feels like he's lost a step or out of gear, then you know he'll be given the opportunity to... Then he'll have an injury. I was going to say, I was James White at 100%. Just like, I'm not going to make it, am I? No, my but he will really make it. He like just watch him play last year. There's, He's in amazing shape. Did you see him like when he t- like was just wearing like his like compression shirt in his final interview in the podium after they lost to the Bills. Like guy's still yoked up, absolutely yoked, and he works hard at it. Like we always joked his about him around the holidays. Look like they're sprayed on him. My God, he, he doesn't eat poorly. He doesn't partake in a lot of the holiday candy. Or that's any for of you that. and I to I mean, do. That's fine. Exactly, and that's for him to do eventually when he retires. But right now, you got to keep that body in uh, pristine condition. We need you one more year, like Ray Allen, who famously didn't eat a cheeseburger for eighteen years. Oh, I feel. Oh, that doesn't eat like us common folk. No, I know. exactly. Have you gone eighteen days without having a cheeseburger? Probably, um, probably, but it's uh, that's a that's a big number. That's, that's a that's a that's a very big ask. Yeah, not in the summer. Never in the summer. Oh gosh, no chance no. in hell. Eighteen days in the summer. Mm-mm. Maybe in the winter when it's cold and I don't want to grill. Although I've partaken now to the smash burgers on the electric griddle inside. Pro move. Great oh, way. To, so great good. way. So, so good. I had an award-winning chef teach me years ago in New York City. This guy who had won this uh, burger competition in Miami with all these top burger chefs around the country. He's like. When you cook, the, the thing is, like when you grill a cheeseburger on an open grill, you're losing all the love. Exactly. Like, like you need, like you can't, like all the fat, all the flavor, all the drip, all the love goes down into the grill on your coals or on your gas burners, and you lose the magic. Like you gotta keep, gotta keep it. That's why the smash burger, I think, is actually kind of, or just do them on a flat top. Good call by you, Andy. The goat. I think it's great that Matthew Slater's coming back as well. I was just a little bit surprised. Uh, you don't lose. You lose, you keep the interviews. You don't lose his leadership. That presence in there. You don't have to have someone else lead the locker room. All yeah, as well. Uh, it, it's a win, win, win. And like we said, if he can't, if he can't make it, then okay, that's fine. Um, and, and he'll at least have given it a go, and they'll give him a graceful exit, as opposed to like Matthew Slater cut. Like no way. Also, uh, just wanted to put this out there. I wrote this up earlier in the week. There was a. Uh, report that the Arizona Cardinals had requested permission to speak with Patriots defensive line coach DeMarcus Covington for their once available, now filled defensive coordinator post. The job has gone elsewhere, so that means Covington will be sticking around. But Andy, it sounds like he's held in quite the high regard in the building. He was allowed to be defensive coordinator at the Senior Bowl this year. Nice opportunity for him to elevate his profile, make some connections, some national names, scout the talent at the Senior Bowl as well. This is a guy the Patriots ill afford could ill afford to have lost in an offseason where we're trying to actually add talent and keep quality coaches in the building. Uh, this is somebody who definitely looks like he's a, a star in the making. Belichick loves him, spoke glowingly of him as well uh, just a little while back about how important he was and what a great job he's done. And if you look at the defensive line over the last three years, pretty consistently solid. Uh, yeah, he no, he's done a very, very good job. Uh, for people that aren't familiar with him, um, he's a young up and coming coach. He's also uh, a man of his own. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I would if you're interested in him, go watch some of his zooms. A lot of personality, a lot of back and forth. is is a big fan of asking reporters questions on Zoom. Oh, like what's that hat you're wearing? Oh, what'd you guys have for lunch? Like, there's a personality there that is very different from what you might expect from a Bill Belichick or even a Steve Belichick and some of the other assistant coaches that have. He's, he's a man of his own. He's he's comfortable in his own skin. And obviously the Patriots defense more often than not is good. So you, yep. you know, you should get some promotion from that. You're working under Bill Belichick. You, that should have some value, at least still on the defensive side of the ball, regardless of what happened offensively last year.
And when you do something like you're the defensive coordinator at the Senior Bowl, everybody is there. Now, now, now you, you know, the cat is out of the bag for you in terms of your uh, rising up the ranks of assistant coaches. So between Mayo and Demarcus Covington, I think those are uh, two guys that are, are very much worthy of whatever um, attention and interviews they get moving forward. And at some point, at least from Covington's perspective, I hope he gets a chance to, to move on and, and accelerate his career. Absolutely. Patriots will benefit from having him around this year, at least. And who knows how things will look on the defense a couple of years. Maybe he'll get more interviews next season as well. Patriots could have lost Gerard Mayo this offseason. Cleveland was interested in talking to him about the defensive coordinator position. Carolina wanted to maybe even interview him for head coach. They made a priority of it as well. Uh, and as far as so it's been it's been an offseason where they have added quality coaches with Bill O'Brien in the selections that he's made, and there also was addition by subtraction by removing Patricia, sadly the fall guy from last year's pathetic offense. Who knows what Joe Judge is doing so long as it's not working with the quarterbacks or calling plays, coordinating the pass game. I am 100% fine with that as well. Yeah, it would have been a, it would have been a big loss for them if they lost Covington at this point. So uh, I will throw out there, too, and they've in also, the modern NFL. Yep, I just want to say one NFL. last thing. Um, one last little point, Andy. There's no reason for the Patriots to not have garnered as much intel as possible on who's going to be a fit, who they should target, and who they should prioritize in the draft because they had coaches at both the Shrine game and the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I mean, they they got a very good perspective. I mean, you should always have yes. most of your staff at those games and should have very up close and personal interaction with all Correct. those guys. So um, the Covington thing, though, you also need to remember that in the modern NFL yes, and the sir. Rooney rule, it can benefit you in terms of draft pick compensation for a guy like Demarcus Covington to move on um, for better jobs as a minority coaching candidate. So there's also that sort of uh, compensatory pick factor now with coaches as well. It ne- it need be said. Thank you for putting that out there as well. Back to the phones we go. Andy, down to where I was last night, my second favorite town on the South Shore, Quincy. Hi, Danny. Hey, uh, well, I want to throw another log in the fire here uh, after the Super Bowl. So Andy Reid, so the, to all the Belichick-hating Brady cultists that say Belichick is nothing without Tom Brady. And I don't, I mean, why isn't Andy Reid put in the same context? Like, is Andy Reid anything without Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, he's a really good coach who went to the Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb and who had a lot of success with uh, Alex Smith. Again, in the context that I just gave you. Now, okay, he's been to four Super Bowls, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Four. He's yeah. won two with Mahomes. He lost yeah. one. The one I wanted him to win, he got buried in that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lost to the Patriots in 05, and it took him, what, 16 years to get back to one? So, And I think he's an excellent coach. I'm not saying that he's not, but I wonder why. I want to know why it's not covered the same way. Eric Bieniemy's name what, never wait, gets what are you mentioned. asking? What, what are you asking? What is not I'm covered the same I'm asking how do we know Andy Reid is such a great coach when he has players like Kelsey and um, Patrick Because he's done it for two. He's the only guy with ten or more done playoff what, wins Andy? with two franchises. Done what? He's won Ten two. or more playoff wins with two franchises. I just said it. He's been to the Super Bowl with two franchises. He's taken multiple quarterbacks to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He has won the Super Bowl. Like, those are all parts of his resume. He's been to four as a head coach, right? Yes, yes he's, he's been to four already. as a head coach. Yeah, okay, We've accepted that four. as evidence. He's been to four. Belichick's okay, so what's nine. your point? What's your point? I want to know what. I, I'll ask it again. Why isn't 
Okay, the offensive coordinator. I've given you all the answers, and you're not accepting them. You can choose to ignore the fact that he's been a great coach for multiple franchises. Is he making the playoffs and championship games, or is it winning Super Bowls? He's won the Super Bowl twice. He's been to the the Super Bowl with multiple quarterbacks. He's been to the Super Bowl with multiple teams. You don't listen, Danny, and this is why callers and other hosts get pissed at you. You ask a question, they answer. You don't like the answer, you ask the same damn question. Don't do that. It's annoying. Uh, Danny, we had to let you go because we're up against a break. I would also like to, and I believe it was Danny who called in a few weeks ago and said, something, something happened. You didn't push back enough. You know, why do I have to call in and clean up the mess that you leave? Number one, Andy is more the analyst when we get together on Fitzy and Hart. That's part of uh, his his dynamics and our dynamic duo. I try to play the part of host, and I will occasionally analyze, opinionate, et cetera, as well. If somebody were to ask me, do you think Andy Reid is a great coach? Uh, the answer is yes, just like with what I like a Coke Zero with my meatloaf sandwich. If someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. The answer is yes. And more impressive than anything else that he did, aside from the relevance that he brought to the Philadelphia Eagles franchise and rebuilding that team over and over again and getting to the playoffs with McNabb and with Kevin Cobb as well and with Michael Vick and rehabilitating the career of Michael Vick before everything ultimately petered out for him. Then he goes to Kansas City. He seamlessly goes to Kansas City, takes a week off, gets hired, and then turns Alex Smith into a legitimate commodity, taking him further and higher than he had been with the San Francisco 49ers, although Alex Smith did go to an NFC championship and blew that one against the New York football giants, made them great with Alex Smith, and then when it's time, he drafts somebody that he sits for a year, and with his coaching, his tutelage, and play calling, uses this guy's generational talent to become a football force that some people think could be the next NFL dynasty. Holy smokes, Andy Reid is a great coach. That's not even up for debate. Thank you. No. And Danny, it's fine if you want to question it. I love questioning various things, but it would be like if Fitzy, they asked you, do you want a Coke Zero with that meatloaf sandwich? And you say yes, and then they go, but why wouldn't you want a water? No, I told you what I wanted. I, I told you I wanted, wanted a Coke Zero. Let's move on now. Aren't we in the just let me have what I want with my damn yes. dying days phase of our lives? Goodness gracious. Absolutely. Honestly, to each his own. But that was uh, weak sauce, Danny. Take it elsewhere. What if they get a kombucha? <laughs> drink one of those with a sandwich? That definitely no. happens nowadays. I mean, not everyone loves, I love the booch. I'll, I enjoy it occasionally as well. It's great, especially on days where I may Terrible. partake a bit too much in the uh, celebration sauce, if you will, Andrew. But a kombucha, like a nice, like a little chicken stir fry and a kombucha? Come on, what are we doing? How about a bu- How about a nice a cheeseburger and a bubble tea? <laughs> we need a blanket party is what we need. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'll eat that at Feelings Corner. On Bubble tea and bag. a burger. That's asking that's for a disaster. That's, there's no way that ends well for any of us, especially the gastrically challenged, like my partner Hart. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. We'll trend when we come back. We'll hop on the Harbor One hotline with my guy, John Corrales from Boston Sports Journal. For a Celtics halfway point check-in, you're not going to want to miss. Hit it, Andrew. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast weei we are right back to bitsy and heart streaming everywhere on the odyssey app Easily one of my favorite albums of all time. Random access music by the great, but now defunct, not Funk. That was one of their songs. Daft Punk. I don't imagine you're much of a Daft Punk fan, Andy. Nope. Didn't think so. Didn't even need to ask. Don't know why I even bothered. <laughs> a complete waste of time. I, I do know better, yet sometimes I still want to charge up that hill knowing what my fate is going to be. John Corrales from Boston Sports Journal joining us in a moment. Let's uh, clean up one last call before we get to Johnny. We'll catch up uh, on all things Celtics. Jeff's in Rhode Island. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. How's it going? How you doing today, buddy? Good. Um, real quick, I just want to say uh, about the Patriots. I'm a, I'm a 49ers fan, so I think the thing is with the Patriots, all of the talent, especially when it comes to young quarterbacks, it's all in the AFC. So if they're not, low, like you guys said, if you don't have a they're probably the top five quarterbacks are all in the AFC right now. Agreed. And if they don't load up in other areas, I'm not sure where they're going to – I mean, who knows if Aaron Rodgers is going to show up there. But um, I was just wondering your thoughts on that. And real quick, Andy, you nailed it. There's nothing better than a meatloaf sandwich and a cold glass of milk after. And one last thing, Steve from Fall River nailed it. There, that restaurant that he mentioned in East Providence, the Italian Corner Deli, is phenomenal. I used to work next to there, and it was actually on that diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh, and tremendous! If you guys, if you guys ever make it to Cranston, Rhode Island, there's a place called D's Deli. They only make enough sandwiches 
for the bread that they baked that morning, and then they shut the place down. So that place may only be open for a few hours a day. Hmm. D's Deli in Providence. Okay. That's no, nuts. I See, I, I was even just going to ask you not to do it because I Why? knew where your mind was going. <laughs> They probably don't sell snacks at the front, and I'm sure they do not have bags of almonds or peanuts for the the man-children like yourself as well. Uh, I do want to point out top five quarterbacks in the NFL. I would probably say four of the five best are in the AFC. But after the performance he put on this past season, and especially in the Super Bowl, fumble withstanding, fumble six withstanding, I'd say Jalen Hurts has officially entered the chat to be considered part of the top five in the NFL as well. A lot of great sandwich talk, a lot of robust Patriots talk as well. We talked Celtics early on in the program, and I wanted to make sure that we caught up with my guy, the most knowledgeable Boston Celtics guy in town, here at the just-past-halfway point, all-star break, if you will, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline from Boston Sports Journal, someone else, the same way that Giardi had a lot of beverages on the tab, i got to pay off sometime soon. It's my guy, John Corrales. (laughs) Johnny, I need to ask you first, everyone is dying to know, when you get your sandwich of choice, uh, do you enjoy a bubbly beverage with it, or do you have have something flat like a milk or a water? Oh, um, I, I think uh, generally it's a it's something bubbly. It's generally you know a sandwich and a soda is generally kind of how it goes. But uh, you know it kind of depends on you know there's some situational. Am I hungover? Am I trying to like work something out there? Am I am I on a health kick? So, but I would say. I would say the majority of the time there's got to be something something bubbly with it. Yeah, that became like our biggest talking point early on in the program. It wasn't people <laughs> talking about it. Should it be Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones? It wasn't Patriots' priority in the drafting. It wasn't who's better right now, the Bruins or the Celtics. It was people arguing over whether you're allowed to have a beer with a pizza or a hamburger and if you should have bubbles in your beverage when you have a meatball sandwich or a, or a meatloaf sub. So. It's only the most important, hard-hitting stuff on your show. <laughs> that's yeah. why That's why the people keep coming back. John Corrales on the Harbor One Hotline here from Boston Sports Journal. Okay, John, um, checking in. We are 50-some-odd games into the season. Actually, I believe 59. Uh, what, how many? The Celtics are 42-17, and 17, yeah. yes, at the All-Star break. So we're just about two-thirds of the way through the season. Um, just give me your, before we get into the nitty-gritty and the specifics uh, with Coach Missoula, you know, managing minutes with Jason Tatum and, what we mm-hmm. see for the postseason. What's your level of either satisfaction, contentment, or critique with the team right now? Uh, I think I think I've kind of spun up to some some level of uh, even anticipation. Uh, I can say because um, I, I satisfaction is is certainly mixed into that because you look at what they've done and you say, hey, <laughs> you've got the best record in the NBA, even though it's a ha- uh, you know one win better than the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. It's still it's still the best record in the NBA, so you have to be happy about that. Considering where they started and all that stuff, and and, and any worries about a hangover from the previous season and, and that championship run, there's a lot of times where a team makes it to the finals and loses and doesn't do well the next year, and so that's all good stuff. Um, anticipation because I actually in that Detroit game before the break, I liked a lot of what I saw and. When when you pull everything together in from how they've kind of banded together uh, in the in the wake of a lot of injuries, I saw I saw the beginnings of kind of like putting part A of the season where everybody was dominant and part B of the season where uh, the, the guys were learning lessons the hard way and part C of the season where the the, the bench had to step up. I started to see that start to come together. So my anticipation for the the rest of the season is 
it, was that real? Was it the product of a bad Detroit team? But I, I, I like where they are. And more importantly, I kind of like where they're going. What was your reaction to the Joe Missoula removal of the interim tag um, this past week in terms of timing or, or anything else that went into it? How did, how did you react? I mean, the timing was, was interesting, uh, almost, almost like a sort of news dump type of approach to it from the Celtics going into the All-Star where, you know, local media couldn't grill them about anything or get too deep into it. You just get a couple of conference calls, boom, we're done, we're out of here. Uh, so that was interesting to me. But as far as the timing went, I think it, it removes, it does remove a distraction. Like they mission accomplished that way. They, it removes that one thing. And there's no playoff run where uh, anybody asks, like, hey, what about Ime Udoka or, or anything? Um, I always thought the interim tag was, was more of a legal issue with mm-hmm. Ime. And you can't, you can't have Joe Missoula as the actual head coach in title because you already have a head coach in title and they were, they were suspending him. They were trying to find a way to punish him and keep, keep from paying him the full amount that he had signed for contractually. So I always knew that there was a legal element to this, but the timing of this movement, uh, the removement of the, uh, the tag, it, it was interesting in, in that it, it does kind of give them for the, the last 23 games, just that's it. This is the team. They've gone through the all-star break. Uh, they've gone through the trade deadline. They're now in buyout season, and they're totally quiet in buyout season. So the signal from the team is very simple. We added one player you know, that didn't touch the core, so the, the team is set. The coaching is set. Everything is set. We believe in you guys. Go do it. And that's just the kind of vote of confidence you would hope the team would get right about now. And I'm sure the guys in the locker room all felt the same way as well, John. And I think some of the players, and I'll get to that, uh, get to those guys in just a second, have responded fabulously as well. John Corrales, Boston Sports Journal, joining Fitzy and Hart here on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, yesterday I heard Jared Weiss from The Athletic um, on the Saturday afternoon program, John, describe Missoula and his coaching style or what he does best as kind of a combination of the best of what Brad Stevens did and what Ime Odoka did when he was coaching the one year that he was here, a pretty memorable year at that as well. What do you think like what do you think of the job he's done and what do you believe Joe Missoula's best strengths or best traits as a coach are right now learning on the fly in year one? Yeah, I think when you when you get a description like that, it's you know, Brad has the, the level head in front of in front of us. Right, he'll never come out and, and trash the players. He'll, you know, Joe will come out and say we could have done certain things better. We, you know, we need to make sure we're focused on this. We need to be better with our discipline, and that's the harshest thing you're ever going to get from him. Where Ime would come out to us and be like, you know what, we sucked. And, and, and some guys, some some people, some fans like wish mm-hmm. you got some more of that, but some some fans understand like it's just it's just two different personalities. I think on the court in game. There's, um, you know, there's there's a similar learning curve from, you know, between Joe and and Ime, and and I think that was part of the things that we saw get figured out over the course of the season, this this like between the two seasons because uh, I see a lot of the criticism of Joe Missoula as 
well, Ime had the disciplined and blah, 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 and he knew how to manage a like, Well, no, he had to learn how to manage a game. And, and we saw the second half of the season where they went nuts. And we compare that. We forget that the beginning of the season was out of control. So uh, I, I think that Joe has a good grasp of the X's and O's. I think he's, he's really good at that. He's really good at letting the guys kind of manage the game themselves. I think the timeout criticism has been kind of overblown in a lot of ways because it's worked sometimes when he hasn't called a timeout and it hasn't worked when he has called a timeout. So I like his, his desire to kind of challenge the norms on that. And then I think he's just learning now how to finish games. And I think his biggest, his, his next biggest hurdle is last two minutes, three point game, how do you manage those last two minutes? How do you manage a last-second situation? When do you get, call a timeout? When do you get involved? When do you let the players figure that out? And I think he's, he's starting to navigate that part. But I think everything else, he's got, he's got total respect of the team. And if, if you – I mean, that, that's, you know, in any sport, that's, that's the number one thing. I think it's become accepted that anything less, of the, less than the Eastern Conference Finals um, would be unacceptable, would be uh, disappointing for this team. And I think a lot of people think, you know, NBA finals, NBA title are very much realistic goals. If this team does not uh, achieve the greatness that some expect and remove health, because I think you can talk about health with any team. If Giannis sure. goes down, the Bucks are in trouble. It's true with anybody. Remove health. What would be your concern or, or what you would maybe expect could be a reason that this team falls short of its ultimate goals? Well, uh, it, it really is... I fully expect them to win a championship at some point here, uh, and, and it may be this year. Uh, if they fall short of that, it, it would have to be because they lose sight of what what it is that, that makes them their absolute best selves, and, and that's ball movement and, you know, uh, quick cuts. And, and when you get double teams, this is, this is going to be on the start. It's going to be at Tatum and Brown. We saw it last year in the finals. You try to do too much. You take too much of the burden. It starts to fall apart, and you get tired fast because it's a super physical playoff run, and the refs call the game differently. And if you, if you go through that kind of stuff again, then you, you have the tendency to fall short. You, you really have to trust your teammates. And I think that's, that's one of the things that I was encouraged by recently is that you see the run by Derek White. You see Sam Hauser coming alive. You see Malcolm Brogdon doing what he does. You see Grant Williams starting to hit shots. And the more those guys do those things, the more Derek White has player of the week type performances, the more Jalen and Jason can sit there and be like, okay. I mean, they always trusted their teammates. But when you see your guys performing like that, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm giving him the ball. I'll let, let's, you want to double me? No problem. And – it's like one of this is one of those like little minutia things that, that I love. It's I saw Jason Tatum like accepting the double team against Detroit, walking the double team back towards the, the half court and just opening up the floor and saying, okay, guys, come on, come on, suckers, follow me. And now dumping it off to a teammate. And now they have a lot more space to play four on three. And that's trusting your teammates. That's the type of stuff that's going to get them that championship. So if you see that, if you start seeing that in the playoffs and Tatum and Brown saying, you know what, I don't have to drop 40. I'm just going to – you want to double me? Fine. Here's Derek White. Here's Malcolm Brogdon. Here's Sam Hauser. Here's Mike Muscala. 
they're just going to torch you, and and that's going to be the championship level Celtics. Absolutely. John Corrales, Boston Sports Journal, Harbor One Hotline here with Fitzy and Hart on a beautiful New England winter Sunday. John, I, it sounds like you're, or you took away, and listen, there's no bigger Malcolm Brogdon fan in Boston right now. I, I love what Derek White's doing. The guy is on, as we like to say, a hita, but Brogdon is the the pickup, and, and I was heartbroken like everyone that Gallinari got hurt and can't contribute this season because he's exactly what I thought they needed. But Brogdon has just been awesome. I mean, he'll come off the bench. He can spot start. He seems like he rolls off the bench or out of bed, and he's good for at least 16, if not 25, a couple rebounds, key assists, and he's cool. Like, he's very, like, doesn't get too emotional, seems ice cold, great free throw shooter. Um, And it's what he and White have done, uh, and what you were talking about, Muscala and everyone else, the way they performed the other night. Did you take as much away from the loss in Milwaukee with, basically by starting the bench with all the starters out as I did because I thought that as far as moral victory losses go, that was a massive W for the Celtics. I, I wrote the exact same thing after the game. And I know that, that fans don't want to hear moral victory, but in that situation, that one particular game, like, yeah, absolutely I took that away from that game. I think that should have been everybody's takeaway from that game. It's that you can see, like, I, I look at it as, Oh my God, look how much these guys are sacrificing in their own games for like when the Celtics are full strength, when you see what these guys did without Tatum. Oh, I think John's cell phone cut out on us right there as he was polishing up his point on how exact, how, what a great moral victory it was. Uh, Maybe we can disconnect John and see if we can get him back real quick to finish up. But, yeah, it seems like John took away uh, as much as I did, I think as much as most everybody did, from the loss in Milwaukee the other night, Andy, when the starters were out. I know we're not supposed to do moral victories. This is Boston, after all. We are title town, reset and recalibrated sports expectations. But it was it was huge. Um, I'm just – one thing that's dogging me, and maybe if John comes back we can ask him this too. Um, are you at all concerned, Andy, about the – this whole big new thing in the NBA, load management, uh, measured nights off, rest nights, etc. And if so, does the number of minutes that Jason Tatum's logging, I think he's actually leading the NBA in minutes logged thus far this season, does that concern you that he's going to be gassed again by the time, if and when they do make the finals? Are we accepting that that's why he didn't play well in the finals, that he was gassed? Or that he was defended uh, on yeah, an elite I mean, level? It's, it's a question that I would have. Like I think there's always, when you fail... There are things you're going to look back on and say, this is why. It doesn't mean it's true, right? Like, you could get beat by a better team. You could just have an off performance. Like, there's various ways you could be banged up. You could be dealing with some minor injuries that adversely affect your performance. There can be lots of things, and tired is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, at at this point, it's not a huge concern for me because I've l- listened to him talk a lot about how he's changed his diet and his body yep. and how he actually feels better. Right, like he's eating better. I think he hired a, a chef that's with him at all times and is kind of not all in on TB12, but going down that road. And you know, that's a really good thing for a guy in his mid twenties to be doing to understand. Accepting. Yes, yes, to understand so, that he's got to take care of himself. And even though he hawks some delicious Ruffles chips on the television box, that he shouldn't necessarily be eating like that and behaving that way. Uh, Andy, we're able to get reconnected to John. Uh, yeah, John, we had a quick cell phone issue right when you were singing my song about the moral victory. The Celtics took this week against the Bucks. Good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, like I was saying before, I think the, the the biggest thing that you see is how much these guys are sacrificing 
when they're out there. You see the full the full strength uh, Derek White, the fully unleashed Derek White, fully unleashed Malcolm Brogdon. Those guys, you, you see how much they can give you if you if if they have the ball and, and have like a twenty five to thirty percent usage rate. And then when you take half of that away, how much they're really sacrificing to be part of a Tatum Brown smart come off the bench role and and not have their their full potential. So it's it's just kind of you know encouraging to say you know what you don't if Jalen Brown goes down like this you have guys that can step right in who are really really good not as good as Jalen Brown but man you're really in a really good spot so yeah the moral victory there was without all of those guys you still have a pretty damn good team you know you could take away the starting five for the Celtics and the the team that's left is still probably fighting for a playoff spot John, I should probably know the answer to this, but is Jalen Brown <clears throat> going to play tonight? And do you, if he does, does, do you have a problem with that? Uh, I think he is going to play tonight, and I have no problem with that at all. Um, it's not like it's a, a knee or a ankle yep. or something like a ligament. It's He's going to wear a mask. I don't think anybody's going to be throwing any elbows. I don't think there's going to be anybody running around you know, with high elbows, rebounding, and swinging those things around that's going to catch him in the face. I think it's going to be – everybody's going to understand – Hey, Jalen's Jalen's face is broken. Let's just when you see him kind of get out of the way. Right. Um, I, I have no problem with a guy who has earned an All Star spot, going to All Star Weekend, being a part of that because it is such such a special thing for these guys. They really do value it very highly. I know we can say it's just an exhibition. What are you doing? But if he's if he's got the mask on and it's such a low probability probability of of anything happening i that that's something if he if he was coming off of an mcl sprain or something like that then then yeah. we can sit here and have that conversation Agreed. but Agreed. but but this i got no issue you'll you'll never make it as adam jones's uh, cohort in our afternoon show because i'm sure he'll i know i know it's this is why i get this is why i do a podcast i'm too level-headed yeah and jason tatum of course cares more about his all-star appearance than he does actually winning a championship as well so those are yeah 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 that's that's all all also uh your thoughts on the goalie controversy with the boston bruins that doesn't exist uh 617 uh john last last one from us and we'll wrap it up appreciate the time uh as as always my man and i'm feeling great about this team i felt even better in the face of a defeat the other night would have been nice if they beat milwaukee because i would hate to see the conference finals go to milwaukee because of a swing game like that milwaukee having the 2-1 2-1 advantage against the Celtics now, but they still have enough time to win the conference outright. Tell me, um, are you at all concerned, Andy and I were discussing when the cell phone dropped out for a few minutes, are you at all concerned about the minutes load for Jason Tatum heading towards the postseason, and who's the most important Celtic the rest of the way, not named Tatum or Brown? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the minutes have been have been a little bit of an issue with Tatum, and, and I hope that they're in a weird spot now, because with 23 games left, you're almost at ramp up time, and so we're, we're almost kind of we almost almost crossed the Rubicon with with his minutes. That at some point here in the next ten games or so, you're going to start seeing guys' minutes start to tick up. So when you get to the playoffs, you're ready for thirty eight, thirty nine, forty minutes a game from him, and even like Al Horford, who still won't play on the back to backs, but he'll start having to play some more minutes. And so. Um, they swear that his off-day uh, work, his work on his body coming into the season, his changes to his diet, his all of that stuff 
have all kind of come together and that the off days where he rests is enough for him to handle the workload. And while I sit there and I think, mm, I don't know about that, they they swear by it. And, and so uh, this is one where I'm like, all right, I got to take your word for it. Let's see. Uh, hopefully they don't. Ha- hopefully he doesn't break down. But the, I, I got to give him credit. He is in fantastic shape, and he takes a lot of time after games. Like he's always, we're always waiting around an hour for him to talk after games because after a game he goes in and he gets a post game lift and he gets a post game treatment and he's always working on his body pre post. So that that like all right cool like let's let's hope that plan works. Uh, most important Celtic not named Tatum or Brown. Hard to pick one. I'm going to go with Robert Williams because he's been a little up and down. We had that weird game. Uh, he was available for Milwaukee, but he barely played. And then yeah. it's been his it's been his ankle that has been the issue. And you know, I, I don't know if if that's if the ankle is bothering him. Hopefully, this break has been good for him, and he can kind of you can start the new portion of the season after a week off. Come back. We know Marcus Smart is healthy. Jalen's going to be ready to play. All of these guys are going to be healthy, and, and you have like a couple of practices and, and, and an easy kind of first game back against the Indiana Pacers, and you can kind of ease your way back in, and, and hopefully that Rob can be part of that. Because I just think he's so important on both ends to what the Celtics want to do um, that, that he can be uh, such a key element to getting stops, getting out in tra- into transition, that vertical space where he's a lob threat, opening things up for the guys in the perimeter, just him being on the floor and the threat where you see the defenders pay attention to him will make Sam Hauser better because he's just get cleaner looks and mm-hmm. Derek White better because he gets cleaner looks and, and those guys just get cleaner driving lanes. So that he's going to be, I think, the most important guy outside of the stars. Yeah, it's not the same suffocating, suppress, uh, oppressive defense it was last year, but the key to them up in the defensive game as they head towards the postseason, agreed, would be, as much as I love Brogdon and the heater that White's been on, it's got to be the Time Lord, a unique defensive talent to say the least, and it's great to see Marcus Smart back as well. You can follow him on the tweet machine at John underscore Corrales. Read his work at the Boston Sports Journal and, of course, the Locked On Celtics podcast where you get his daily level-headed takes on all things NBA, Boston Celtics, <laughs> Jason Tatum and beyond. John, enjoy your trip. We'll talk to you when you come on back. Enjoy the All-Star game tonight, and thanks again for your time today, brother. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See ya. John Corrales, join us on the Harbor One Hotline with the Celtics check-in at the All-Star break. All right, just a few minutes left. When we come back, final thoughts. We'll wrap it up here on Fitzy and Hart before KJ and Dondero take over on WEI. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Final thoughts, news notes, nuggets, and the wrap-up here on Fitzy and Hart. We will continue the discussion tomorrow morning as we're filling in for the crew. We'll be in instead of the, or rather in place of, the Greg Hill Show tomorrow. Andy will be taking the roles of Courtney and Wiggy. I will be playing Ooh. Curtis and Greg tomorrow, so you know it's going to be a good time. Oh, Right, Andy? So I have to be offended by Tiger Woods uh, handing Justin Thompson a uh, tampon? I mean, Thomas? Just, that was hilarious. It was. I didn't I really oh understand. God. Oh, now all of a sudden guys can't. Yep, nope, no more jokes amongst guys. No more Correct. of that fra- fraternization. No no more of that. That's not We allowed. probably shouldn't get into this in, you know, the two minutes we have left. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a thing called ladies' tees that are shorter. I believe so. Yeah. That's How long until thing. that changes? Damnedest thing. That'll be good. Oh, I'm That'll fine be... with it. I think the I think we should all have to hit from the same damn tee. Yep. If I go out with my wife and play around, she's got to hit from where I hit. She pro- can bitch and moan about the water just like I do. She could probably outdrive you by at least fifty. I don't think so. Do you golf? Do I golf, bro? Uh, barely. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> got it. I can grip it and rip it, and then you know and take out a new it. ball and grip it and rip, <laughs> and rip it again. right into the woods <laughs> and into the pond and into the yep. lake. Oh yeah, I see and the whole into, course and into the Haven Camps party ahead of you whole on the course. seventh hole. <laughs> and then somebody goes, "Hey, were you playing a Nike?" I am now. Yep, sure am. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the rest of your sports day, of course, includes two more XFL games. You have the Battle Hawks at the Brahmas at 3 o'clock on ABC. <laughs> of course, then Seattle at the D.C. Defenders tonight. Uh, the 3 o'clock games on ABC. ESPN will be carrying the game tonight. You got the Daytona 500 on, and you have the All-Star game tonight at 8.30. And, of course, keeping you company throughout your drives, uh, any possible yard work you could be doing. I'm not sure exactly what you'd be doing outside today because it's, like, upper 40s. It's pleasant. It's not, like... We're not sledding. There's been no sledding this winter. What a nope. bummer. It, like, my no kids snow. were out openly complaining about that the other day. The dearth of snow has produced zero sledding opportunities, which Tell is... Tell them to shut their mouths. Summer's wow. coming. I want to uncover the boat. Wow. Jeez. Not even just be, you know, how about some gratitude and platitudes? No, just sh- shut your mouth. Oh, Uncle your Andy roll, said shut, shut your, your mouth. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, tomorrow morning, we will continue the Patriots discussions and debates. We'll get into... Some of the other quarterbacks who could be available and or your potential or lack of interest. We'll go over the All-Star game. Ah, You know, just a little bit more of everything tomorrow morning. We'll be with you 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. here on WEI in place of the Greg Hill Show. Coming up next, of course, the dialogue continues. Four hours of top-level sports talk from our guys, KJ and Mark Dondero. Great job, Andrew, as always. Great job, everyone who called in with their hot sub-takes. And all the information about where we need to go get a sandwich uh, in the Fall River and East Providence areas. What's a sub? What's a grinder? You always learn a little something when you spend some quality time with your pals, Fitzy and Hart. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, John Corrales. Thank you, Texters at 37937. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Coming up in just a few, it's KJ and Dondero here on WEEI.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.